welcome back to the podcast, guys. My name is Jacob. I'll be your host. So I want to go ahead and uh, apologize to you guys. I know it has been quite a while since I have posted anything. Um, and that's just simply due to, you know, I've just been busy. Uh, like I've said at the beginning of all this, um, this is really more of a side hobby. Um, I'm not making any money from this, so it's not it's not my job. Um, I mainly do this because I thoroughly enjoy doing it and I like talking about it. Um, so a lot of the times, you know, there's things outside of this that take priority. So, but I've just been really busy, you know, in, in life with work and whatnot outside of the podcast that, uh, has been taking my time and attention, but I have not forgotten about you guys. I have not, um, completely abandoned doing, uh, episodes, um, I actually have a lot planned that I want to do with the podcast and a direction that I'm going to start taking the podcast in with my eventual co-host, my brother-in-law, who I want to bring on in. We're in the works of figuring out some stuff and and some episodes and what we want to first record and put out to you guys. But um, yeah, so I haven't forgotten about you guys. The next few weeks, next month or two are going to be real busy again. So I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there. Um, but I will put out episodes and put out content for you guys as often as I can, uh, you know, when working time permits. But let's go ahead and just get into today's episode. So I wanted to kind of talk about something that's that's really important. Um, and that's how we worship God. And, you know, how how we worship God is, is very important. It should be very important to us. Um, because it is, it is important to God. God, God, sorry, God does care how he is worshiped. And a lot of what you see that is called worship today, um, is simply just not worship. Um, it could really be classified more as teaching or, um, Bible study, but it certainly can't be qualified as worship, right? So for instance, the, a lot of people, I know a lot of people have a problem with big mega churches. I get it. I do too. Um, but you see, and I'm just using this as an example. I'm not saying every other sect of Christianity is like this, but every other sect of Christianity does have kind of this same aspect to it, right? So you have someone that stands at a pulpit or they stand on a stage and they're preaching from the Bible, you know, they'll read a few verses, you know, or a chapter here, a chapter there, right? They read it and then they kind of give their two cents or, you know, give their um, sermon on, you know, basically what they've read. And that's claimed to be worship. Uh, likewise, you have uh, people that'll go out on the street corners or out to events, um, you know, whether it be LGBTQ events and, and marches and whatnot, and people will go out there and they'll, they'll preach the word and whatnot. And some, some of them will, will claim it's, it's worship. But I think this, not, I think it's this, this, uh, what is claimed and, you know, in these instances as worship can more so be claimed is, what it really is, is just teaching, right? It's, it's just Bible study and it's teaching, which I'm not saying is bad. 
These are all really good things. All good things, you know, spreading the word to people. All good things, right? And and we should do these things, but it's not worship. And like I said before, you know, God really does care about how we worship him. And I'm going to provide an example and then just briefly explain why this, um, you know, uh, sorry, <laughs> briefly explain, you know, what it means and whatnot. So if we go to Leviticus 10, right, it says, uh, now the sons of Aaron, boy, I'm going to butcher these names, uh, Nadab and Ab- Abiel, I don't, I don't know. Forgive me. Uh, each took his censer uh, and put fire, put fire in it, and laid incense on it, and they offered unholy fire before the Lord, such as such as he had not commanded them. The fire came out of the presence of the Lord, consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to his sons, "This is what the Lord meant when he said." Through those who are near me, I will show myself holy. And before all the people, I will be glorified. Right? So let's unpack that real quick. So the sons of Aaron didn't were It's not that they worshipped, you know, a false god. It's that they gave false worship to God. They were worshipping and offering sacrifice to God how they wanted to, how they felt that God wanted to be worshiped, not how they were commanded to worship, right? And it it says they were not commanded to do this, but they chose to do it because that's how they felt, how they wanted to. And it was an unholy sacrifice, right? Best example that I know of, at least, where God clearly shows that he cares how he is worshipped and how we sacrifice to him. Right? And you we even have the example in Genesis, right, where um uh Cain and Abel both offer a sacrifice to God, but Abel's sacrifice is more pleasing. Right? And we all know what happens after that, you know, Cain gets jealous and kills Abel. So how does it, and I know last episode I said, you know, that whole episode ties into this one. And so Jake, where are you going with this? How does this, you know, all come together? It all comes together like this. In the new covenant, in the new Testament, right? We are commanded just like in the old Testament, how God commanded the Israelites to offer sacrifice and to offer him worship. The same is done in the new Testament, with the new sacrifice, Christ on the cross. And, and what does Christ tell us? Christ, Christ commands us to uh, do this in memory of him, to offer his body and his blood as a, as a sacrifice, right? And like I said before, we don't redo Christ's sacrifice on the cross when we uh, practice the sacrifice of the mass of the Holy Eucharist, Eucharist. We are participating in that sacrifice as God, as Christ commanded us to, to eat of his flesh and to drink of his blood. The new covenant, right? And Christ says, 
He who does not eat of my flesh does not have life within him. Right? So how we worship God is not, we should not, here, let me, let me put it this way. We should not be worshiping God how we feel and how we want to. Because then God is not at the center of our worship. We are. We are to worship God how God commands us to worship him. Right? Because worshiping God is giving back to God what God is rightly owed. Right? So if God is not at the center of our worship, if our worship is what we want and what we feel, that is an unholy sacrifice. So therefore, we must give to God what he commands us to give to him, what he commands us to sacrifice to him. And that is his son and the sacrifice he made on the cross by eating of his flesh and drinking of his blood. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about today too. Um, And with this whole uh, sorry, let me go back real quick. So this whole thing about sacrifice and worship, right? Um, I know I'm very briefly going over it and uh, and whatnot. And I apologize for that. If you if you would if you want more information and want more on that, um, uh, Joe Heschmeyer over at Shameless Pulpery does a phenomenal job at covering this topic. He does a really, really good job at going in more detail um, at, on this topic. And I, I encourage you guys to go check him out. He's got a great podcast. Again, that's Joe Heschmeyer, Shameless Pulpery. Um, but one other thing I saw today, uh, not saw today, but I saw this week. So I recently just started back, uh, started college back up and I'm studying, um, you know, uh, Christian Bible studies with an emphasis in philosophy, right? And I've, I saw it in this class this past week, but I also have seen it a ton of times on social media um, and just all over the place. And that's this, this claim. So when I saw this week, it was someone, you know, talking uh, someone in our, you know, discussion for the class was talking about how, uh, you know, they've had bad experience with church and religion. Uh, and someone else came and responded to them and was like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry you had, you know, a bad experience. Um, uh, but it's important to understand that Christ isn't a religion and blah, 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 blah. And then the other the other part of that that it bugs me is people will say all the time, it's like, oh, you know, you follow Christ and you're like, yo, like for instance, like I'm Catholic, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm Roman Catholic. You know, I uh, absolutely, I follow Christ. And uh, then, then the next phrase is, is, oh, you don't have Jesus Christ or you don't have the Holy Spirit. You just have religion. And I think where this comes from, because I've heard it so much, is there's an attempt to uh, kind of separate Christ and religion, separate Christianity and religion, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. 
because I mean, religion is, uh, religion is the, uh, the practice or, you know, the worship of, of God or gods, right? I mean, that's, that's the definition of religion is the, the belief in the worship of God or, or gods. So that doesn't make sense, but if you unpack it more and how people are using it, it's almost an attempt that people have such a disdain and, and, uh, bad taste in their mouth with the Catholic church. And I guess you can say organized religion to where they're trying to, to separate the two. And that if you follow, you know, and let's just say the Catholic church, you have religion, but if you are kind of non-denominational, you have Jesus Christ. It, It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but again, I think we need to understand and when we hear this, just correct people. It's like, no, religion is how we worship, is just the practice of worshiping God or a God. So I'm Roman Catholic. I'm part of the religion of Christianity named after Christ, right? And so just something I wanted to address, if you ever hear it or you ever see it, I encourage you to kind of correct it because stuff like that can easily pull people um, away from God, pull people away from Christ. Cause it's like, Oh, you don't have Christ. You have religion. And then people are like, okay, well, I don't know what to do anymore because this person's saying one thing. And I've been told another thing my whole life. And this person seems pretty adamant about it. And it, it just confuses people. But in reality, when you kind of break down what they're saying, it it doesn't really stand on, under its own weight, if that kind of makes sense. Um, but like I said, if you guys want more information on uh, what I've kind of covered today, Joe Heschmeyer does a really good job at this. So does uh, Trent Horn over at the Council of Trent. Both really good guys. They're both Catholic apologists. Um, and they're very, very knowledgeable. So I encourage you guys to kind of go check them out. Um, if you guys can leave like a rating on whatever you're listening to the podcast, uh, leave a rating and then also maybe share it with friends and family, uh, whether they're Christian, whether they're Catholic, Protestant, atheist, share it with people. Um, I want to, I don't want this to be something that just, you know, only people who believe, listens to, you know, I want, I want this to reach a lot of people and have, you know, different types of people from, you know, different walks of life on. So if you guys can leave a rating, leave a like, help spread the podcast. So the channel grows, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and I hope you guys all have a good day. God bless.